planet. No, it's not a planet. I want to say planet. <laughs> I I've been wanting to say planet the whole time. Um, space. The Great Beyond and a floating UFO that looks like a planet. You can get all of these things from the movie we watched. Welcome to the Roast and Toast podcast. As always, I'm Jordan. With me are John and Ryan. John, how are you? I'm doing good. Ryan, how are you? I'm good. We watched Plan 9 from Outer Space. Uh, this was a John-recommended film. Hey. Uh, John pitched this movie for us, so mm-hmm. good choice because it belongs, <laughs> it was terrible. It belongs on this podcast. <laughs> uh, it was a 1957 independently made American black-and-white fiction horror film that's like taken right out of the words of Wikipedia. Um, it was produced, written, directed, and edited by Ed Wood, who I'm going to assume... I don't know his race, but I'm going to assume he was the Tyler Perry of his time if he did all of that for his own movie. That's and he's true, also yeah. apparently known for doing other bad films of, yeah. of that era in time. Uh, this stars, I don't know who anyone's name in the movie no. is except like two people. Um, it stars Gregory Walcott as Jeff Trent, Mona McKinnon as Paula Trent. They're like the married I'm guessing couple. They're, no, sorry, I'm guessing they're the couple. Uh, Duke Morris, Lieutenant John Harper, who is the army guy that comes in? Yeah, and talks with the president. Is that who that was supposed to be? I think that's who that is. I think that's who that is. Tom Keane as Colonel Tom Edwards. I Police, I would guess. He could be one of the police officers. Hey, Colonel. I have no idea. I don't oh, no, know that either. was the guy he talked to. That's president that, man? No, that was a general. He talked, yeah, it was a general. Were there two military guy. guys? There were a few there for like one scene, and then there were one. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, it also starred Tor Johnson as Inspector Daniel Clay, who is the zombie man, the second one, yeah. who oh, has right? like the terrible facial expression. I loved his face. I could not stand it. Like it, it was just unsettling to look at, at first. <laughs> I think that was the point. I just want to know how long he like had to hold that face for the production. Yeah, because it never changed. Oh, I. It, <laughs> John just did it for us. Um, there was like at the in the final fifteen of the minutes, it's like a little like his face is pulled down in like a very severe like grimace and frown. Oh, was it? But towards like the final fifteen, it's like a little less like mm. it like his jaw was getting tired. <laughs> he was like, "I'm just gonna close it a little bit, <laughs> um, but not all the way." Uh, and then it also starred Dudley Manlove as Eros, uh, Vampira as Vampire Girl. And Bela Lugosi as Old Man. Oh, Dracula. Yeah, so <laughs> Vampyra is the lady with the crazy fingernails. Yes. Yeah. She's the dead wife, wife yeah. of the vampire. Yeah. We, like, she looked so much younger than him. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, but apparently the old man was like Dracula in like the original Dracula movie. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was like, did he just show up to like the wrong movie set? Because he always had like his elbow in front of his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was not part of the script. Yeah, I know. It, all of that was really interesting Why to watch. Why did the Adams family come in? <laughs> I know, because no, I was like, he looks like Fester, and then Morticia. Vampira looks like Morticia, yeah. and... That's all, honestly, we need. But yeah, they looked like the Adams family. This had a budget of fifty nine thousand dollars, which even for that time, I feel is pretty generous, that is pretty considering generous. like there was so much cardboard everywhere. Oh my gosh! Yes. Um, <laughs> I could not find out how much it grossed. Uh, this was Bela Lugosi, who's the old man. It was his last film as he passed away during filming. Oh, um, that's why they just kept reusing the same scene That's then. why they reused the same footage, and then uh, towards the end, when the guy had his cape uh-huh. around his face, it's because it was a different person. Gotcha. So, yeah. Okay. That was that. Um, much criticism says this is one of the worst, is like the worst yes. film of all time. <laughs> that's why I picked it. But other people say it's a great example of camp. Which is, is kind of like Batman and Robin. Yes. yes. Although that's way campier than this is. Yeah. <laughs> it was much more camp than this movie. Uh, it has a 66% on Rotten Tomatoes. Critics or? Critics. I love it. And a 45% audience rating. <laughs> How so, rare is it that we get a higher critic than audience? I think, or just that we get a high critic okay. rating. Yeah. Um, I think Ma was like the was the, it one of the was ones? previous previously the highest, ah. and then I think this one beat out Ma, and this nice. one's the highest now. But um, totally makes 
Yeah, we have one like sixty percent for Rotten Tomatoes is considered fresh. That's like yeah, and seventy five is certifiably fresh. Yeah, so this is this, this is, is a fresh movie. It's almost certifiably fresh. Wow, look at that. Um, John, I'm gonna since this was your movie, I'm gonna hit you with the task oh of trying to gosh. summarize okay. for us. Can you try and summarize what this film was about? Uh, aliens begin invading, but not really. They're just kind of scoping out the planet. And we, being America, can't have that. So we start shooting and fighting, but the aliens decide to raise dead people, and then Dracula and Mortis show up, and it devolves into chaos from there. Okay. Yeah. That's all I got. I don't know. Um, I would say, yeah, that is kind <laughs> of it. Because, like, there's no... There's no plot. There's no, like, reasoning no. for anything. Well, the reason the aliens are there is because humans have bombs too quickly? Yeah, they're not smart enough to have bombs. But then they explain how to make better bombs. And they're like, but don't do that. Okay, because at the very end when they're all inside the spaceship... That's what they're talking about. That's when they finally talk about why they came. And there's only like 10 minutes left of the movie at that point. So I was like, okay, why... Did it take this long for us to re- find out like why the aliens came? (laughs) It didn't make any sense. No. Um... So, the movie opens with a guy at, like, a news desk. Yeah, this, I did, I have to say, I love the old, like, science fiction radio style entrance and exit. I made my heart weep a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I, it was weird, but, like, that was how movies were back then. Yes. So, it's kind of different. But well, especially the sci-fi genre was very yeah. big into, like, here's your reason we're telling you this story and mm-hmm. here's what you should take from it. So you're like, like, oh, this could be real. Yeah. I or... mean, think of like um, Twilight Zone yeah. and some of those science fiction radio. Mm-hmm. Some of those. Yeah. Honestly, Rod Serling would have elevated this movie. What would? Rod Serling. I don't know who that is. The host of the Twilight Zone. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, we have this teleprompter opening up and telling us about like this true story that uh, has been compiled and verified by the survivors of this incident. And uh, he uses a line uh, talking, he's like, future events like these will affect you in the future. Yes. And I was like, yeah, they, they, they will. That's a statement. It yeah. was a little <laughs> confusing. He said future about five times. Yeah, I was like, things in the future will affect the future. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, and then... He, uh, he closes out his spiel with, can you stand to hear about the grave robbers from outer space? <laughs> and then we hear, like, this massive bolt of thunder crack, and then we cut to credits. Yes. And I would not say they're grave robbers, because they're just bringing people back from the dead. Well, maybe... They're even their own grave by themselves. Yeah. yeah. They're stealing the bodies. Which, like, that's never shown, either. What? Like, how they come back from the dead. Well, they shoot them in the head with their guns or something. I don't remember. There was something to they do with their guns. Yeah. yeah. They do, like, an electrode to wherever. But, yeah, we never see it. Mm-mm. There's, like, no evidence or, like, process of that. Um, but we then are, like, up in the sky with these two pilots. And this terrible cockpit. I love it. <laughs> so, like, they have literally just, like, a wheel, yes. and then there's a curtain, like, right behind them where, like, the stewardess can walk through. The most expensive prop in that whole cockpit was the radio he was using to... Oh, yeah. ...to radio into tower. Hands down. <laughs> that was, like, they're like, we're gonna have to actually get some wires for this or something. <laughs> um, but it's just, like, two pilots talking, and... There's like a big flash of light, and they see this UFO to the side. It looks great. I'm gonna. I decided not to criticize the <laughs> special effects for this movie because I was like, okay, for the fifties. For the fifties, I was like, I guess that's pretty good. Question mark. Like, I wasn't totally sure, so I'm I decided sure to leave either. that out. But it's essentially like it, it looks like a UFO yeah. against just like. Like, it's on a string or something, yeah. and uh, th- there's, like, a background yes. where of just cloud and yes. sky, <laughs> where the UFO's, like, kind of floating along, dangling, yes. um, on its little string, and they see the UFO, and there's this great flash, and then they kind of, like, swerve the plane to one side, yeah. and then the ground control is trying to come in and talk to them over the radio, and... They don't respond. 
they no, just they like just keep listening to it. Yeah, they just keep listening, and then a stewardess comes up and asks what everything was, and they're like, "Oh, we think like it's okay," and she's like, "All right, I'll, I'll go back then," and then she <laughs> leaves, and then neither of them like say anything. Nope. About what just happened. None of them react, which was my biggest criticism of this movie, is no one knows how to react. No, there were really bad reactions to everything. Yes. And then they finally answer ground control, and ground control is like, okay, we're going to get you landed, but don't like say anything. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to, I think the... Oh, wait, no, this movie opened with the funeral for oh, the yeah. wife. Except we never saw what she looked like. No, so she we was don't. Just in the ground already. Yeah, we don't know. Apparently that she looked like Morticia. <laughs> yeah, apparently she looked like Morticia Adams. <laughs> but we don't. I were we supposed to know that was his wife? It, I knew it was. Yeah. How? I eventually pieced it together when they said recent dead. I'm like, oh, I guess that was her. But like, oh. it was just Morticia Adams hanging out in the graveyard. Yeah. No, I. I don't know why I knew it was her, but I knew that was his wife from, the get go. Because we never, like, saw her face no, or anything. No, they never even... I just knew it was. I don't know. I literally just thought it was this rando, like, alien lady, like, out in the <laughs> graveyard. Yeah, was an alien woman. Yeah, so I was like, okay, that's why her nails are so long. And <laughs> her nails were weirdly long. It was, like... It didn't even look... It looked like someone just attached something to yes. her finger. Like so rolled up paper on the ends of all the Yeah, fingers. like, yeah. it was almost paper mache or something. Yeah. So that was just crazy. Um, but I, so I don't know if those were like the actress's actual fingernails or if it, they were like, she's weird. Like <laughs> let's give her like a long fingernail. I don't know. Um, and she's weird. So it started. The movie starts off with um, a funeral for this woman who's died, and the old widower is sitting there crying. Is crying with like three other people. His son was one. And then the pastor, I would assume. Yeah. And like, my, my favorite is the pastor's preaching and no one's mouth is moving. Yeah. <laughs> no one's mouth is moving. No one is saying anything or doing anything. They're all just standing there. Yes. And then I there's love like. the two grave diggers. Yeah, they're just like literally sitting to the side in the dirt waiting. Yes. <laughs> and everyone walks off and then they get to work and. My favorite thing is the grave is not dug yet. Like they're immediately just digging right into <laughs> Yeah. The and then. Something ha- oh like another UFO comes the by. UFO lands, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Is that the UFO that lands? I think so. I remember, yeah. Okay. Also, is the UFO a house? Yes. Okay. Is there also a UFO in space? Yes. At some- Are those one and the same? No. Okay. Because I could not figure it out. Because <laughs> at some points, like, it'll show the UFO that's just hanging in space that looks like a planet suspended in midair. That was, like, that was, like, the Death Star, I think. Like, face. main operation. Okay. Yeah. Because it shows, like, Eros and the woman who's with Eros. Yeah. Who are the aliens. Like, it shows, like, well, it'll give the little snapshot of, like, the UFO in space that looks like a planet, and then it'll show them. Yes. But then they were also on the ground, so I was like, "So what's going on? If you noticed on the bottom of their little UFO miniatures, there was like a little square, mm-hmm. and I think that's the house-looking thing. So I think they've got like a flat bottom okay, that they land okay. on, and so that's what you walk into and out of, was, okay. was what it looked like to me. Because all the I little miniatures had a little square that stuck out the bottom of them. Okay. I didn't even think no, that was the UFO. I think they had like a landing part. That, okay. So they could set flat on the ground. Okay. Interesting. Well, also, they're much more advanced than we are, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, they had sliding doors. They did. They also had a ladder that was like. It, it was on the wall. It was on the. That was you really. You had to have grip strength, like. Crazy. I know. Yeah. Like, you would have to step sideways yes. on the. Like, your feet would have to be, like, parallel with the I house. I did see that. I thought that was really weird. Because I was like, are they going to climb up that at some point? I was really waiting for them we to do that. just had a ladder. I was really hoping they would. They um, wanted them to, but nobody could. Nobody could. They're like, we can't, we can't get a stunt guy for this. Um. But, so they have the funeral, the gravediggers dig the grave, and then, like, the another UFO flies by, and the gravediggers are, grave diggers are like, oh, it's time for us to go. Yeah, they just take off. And then that night, uh, we see the vampire woman. Mm-hmm. Who is in the graveyard that she goes after? The gravediggers. The gravediggers. 
Oh, they're still there? Well, see, the problem is it kept switching between light and day with actual yeah. passage of time. Yes. We have no idea what time any of this takes place at. Yeah, be- I think it takes the course of, like, a couple of days. Yeah, well, because, like, all the true outside shots are never shot at night. They're always no. shot at, like, dusk or, like, yeah. midday. But then all their sets are really dark. Yeah. So you can never tell, because, like, you'll have one scene... Where, like, it's bright and light outside, and then you cut to the next scene, and it's pitch black. Yeah. But then you cut five seconds later, and you're back outside where it's light again. And, like, anytime they're in the graveyard, it's literally just, like, a black tarp on a, on a yes. giant piece the of cardboard. The black tarp was great. Um, like, or, the the best it? example of it was in a bit when they're all walking out of the crypt. Oh, my and gosh. And, like, five people come out of this Oh, my gosh. I'm, like, they're literally just walking through a wall. Yeah. <laughs> that scene made me so angry. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. I was just, like, this is a clown car. This is a, this is a bunch of people getting out of a clown car. they're all just standing behind this curtain, and as they're filing out, it looked amazing. It's so terrible. <laughs> um, and so the... Vampira walks up towards the screaming gravediggers and it just cuts to black. Yes. And then another 30 seconds later, the old man walks away from his house and dies. That was so funny and so sad. That was hysterical. I was like, within the span of a minute, multiple people have died and we didn't see anything. He comes walking out the door and the narrator's like, the house that had become a tomb and like rattles off all this stuff. And then he says he could not bear to live here anymore. So he left. Yeah, he left and never came back. And then we just cut to the ambulance and the police cars going past and it was fantastic. I was like, did he just walk into the street? Yeah, you know, he just like, walked into the street and got murdered. Just got hit by a car and he was out. Um, but no, that was crazy. And then we get all these people exiting a crypt. Yeah. And that's just literally doors against uh, a black cloth. A black cloth of a background. And then someone asks, they're like, oh, why is he in the crypt, but his wife isn't in the crypt? And they're like... A family curse? I know, I was like... That's never really, like... I thought that was going to be the vampirism or something. I know, I was like, oh, that's, like, going to be something to do with whatever's going to happen in the movie. Like, maybe that's why he's a vampire and nobody else is. Maybe, like, he gets raised from the dead. It was weird. It was well, weird. But he's never actually a vampire. He just does the Dracula thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's his starring role. So. Mm-hmm. He was like, I know this is a completely other movie. But this is the only move I know. But this is the only thing I know how to do. So that's what I'm going to be doing in this movie. It was beautiful. Well, it worked out because that way someone could replace him and we wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when did the cops show up to the graveyard? After there's a couple that walk out of the crypt to find the dead people. The couple that asks about him, why he was buried in the crypt. Okay. They, they start find... walking off and they see the two grave diggers. That's right, the Asian lady who can't act. Yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> oh, it's coming back to me now. Okay. Uh, yeah, she and this man walk out and she's the one who asks about the crypt. She gives the flattest delivery I've ever... She's like, why does he get... <laughs> to go in the crypt when she was buried in the ground and then the guy's like oh no and she's like it's weird and, and no and then she screams and she's just like oh. like she just opens her mouth and like they definitely dubbed over they had that somebody with the scream. else do the scream yes. um because she they see the grave diggers and then the police eventually come down and then we cut to the pilot with his wife which is not clear that he was the pilot at first it wasn't clear no because the, he's like looking off to the sky and she's like what are you doing? And he's like, I'm still up there. I was like, is he an alien? Honestly, though, that makes me think about the astronaut's wife. <laughs> yes. um, but uh, uh, his wife is like, tell me what's on your mind. And he's just like, well, this crazy thing happened at work. And then I was sworn to never talk about it. Yeah. And I was like, okay. You, you literally just you literally just talked about it. Because yeah, um, he's like the military. No, the army brass. The army brass. Yeah, <laughs> the army brass got us as we got off the plane, and we're not allowed to talk about it. He's like, but I need to tell someone, and I was like, you, you just said, you Worst. told your wife. And he uh, was a marine for four years. We find out later. Wait, he was? Yeah, yeah. because oh, they're like, you know how to use this gun, and he was like, after four years as a marine. Okay. That's the end of the line, though, like he doesn't say anything. He's like, well, you know, four years as a marine. But like, he should have understood like, like clearance levels. Like, you don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. But no. Well, and then, so I have a question. Mm-hmm. Was 
Does the pilot and his wife just move into the old man's house? Yes, right after the old man died. That's not clear. That was Wait. The, that was the old man's house. That was it. How? How do we know that? Is because the, the front door is the same front door. Yes, because when Dracula's walking around the neighborhood, he goes back into that house, walks into his old house, and she's there, even though we never see them in the front of the house. No, we only see them on the back porch. Yeah, we see them in the on the back porch but and no, then in their bedroom. He walks in the front door as Dracula, which is boarded up. And they've yes, been is. living here for a little bit, apparently. But the front door is boarded up. And he oh walks my gosh. Then this movie takes place over, like, weeks. Unclear. <laughs> because if he just died, they moved in quick. They would have to move, like, that house would have to go up for sale. They buy, you yeah. know, whatever. And then they move. Oh my gosh, that changes this movie tenfold. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, I saw that house when he leaves the house, and I was like, that's Patchy the Pirate's house from SpongeBob. Like, that's what it looked like to me. Um, but wow, that's it's crazy. It's the same house. Oh my goodness. Um, so many problems with this movie. Uh, so the pilot's like, yeah, I, I can't talk about it with anyone. And the wife is like, well, what was it? And he was like, it was a UFO. And he's like, the government's like trying to hide this from people. And they don't want anyone to know. And apparently tons of people have seen them. Yeah, because then like literally, as I think is when they're on the back porch, another, <laughs> another UFO one flies, flies by, by. And neither of them say anything about it. No. Neither of them react to it. Nope. And that that's that scene. And then it moves on. And I think it's when the cops show up to the graveyard. The, the cops are at the graveyard mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Because that's what prompted their conversation on the back porch. Because they're sitting there and the cops go by because they live by the graveyard. Right, and they're like, yeah. something must have happened over there. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it was weird. And when the UFO flies by the graveyard, it, like, knocks all of them over, but then none of them say anything. No, they yeah. just get back up. Yep. It's a normal day on the force. None of them react. It's just the same thing mm-hmm. over again, where, or where something crazy happens and no one does anything no. about it, or says anything about it. And... uh. The zombie woman comes around again as they walk around the graveyard. And I think it's because uh, the sheriff, Clay, had walked around to go and, like, check out something they saw on his own. a green light? Was that the UFO landing? Well, I don't know what it was because occasionally we just get a cut back and you'd see, like, a tree line and then you'd see green lights. Yes. And Looked like a swamp. Yes. I was like, what is that? I think that was supposed to be the UFO? Mm-hmm. Unclear. Unclear. Yeah. But that's what he goes to check out. Okay. And then the zombie woman comes around, and he shoots her a couple times, yeah. mm-hmm. and nothing happens. I also want to take this time to draw attention to her waist. It was I think freaky. she, like, removed ribs, which is, like, sounds weird, but I know people have done that before, like, their bottom ribs to get that really tiny waist. Mm-hmm. She looked like death. It did not look okay. No. Because no. her hips it was like went up and then cut straight in at 90 yeah, degrees. Yeah, like it was very much triangular shape yes. going down to like an acute angle. Yeah. It was weird. It, it, it did not feel right looking at it. No. Um, I just want to make sure you, uh, that yeah, we, we were saw. on the same page. Yeah, we saw. Okay, because that was crazy. And she just literally walks. Like, all of these zombies walk so slowly. Yes. No one, when they see them, runs except the wife when Dracula shows up at her house. Yes. And uh, everyone will either just stand there and shoot or just stand there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think the sheriff stands there and shoots, and then she just walks toward him and... He's dead. He just allows her to kill him. Yeah. And then I... There was... No, I think it's towards the end of the movie... Uh, the sheriff kills someone, but all he does is just knock him over. And that killed him. And which really made me think of Birdemic, where a bird could just touch you and then you die. <laughs> um, yeah. Gosh, I forgot about the exploding bird. <laughs> How could you forget, John? I don't know. <laughs> Your brain just let that trauma go. Uh, and eventually, at some point, the other cops hear the gunshots, and they just stand there and listen to the gunshots. Yes. And, like, five minutes pass, and they're like, we should should, probably go see what happened. And then they go and find the sheriff's body, and I think they call the coroner or something? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Unclear. Yeah. The plot. 
And the next thing we get, I think, is like a newspaper advert, or like, you know, well, with the headline about the UFOs. A whole bunch more UFOs start, like, flying over. Yeah. Because we get the scene of the car going down, like, the interstate, mm-hmm. and they're waving at the UFOs. <laughs> so, but there's only one UFO that lands. Yes. But there are so many that just come down and visit. Yeah, because Eros at one point says, well, Eros's commander at one point is like, oh, yeah, and aliens are just humans. Yeah. They sometimes turn green. Yeah, Did who you turn see green <laughs> and also speak English. Well, no, but they don't. But they refuse to speak English in their messages. No, that's not what it was because they don't speak English, but they made a machine that let them hear. Okay, but at the very be- at one point they're speaking English. The two aliens oh. are speaking English with each other and then they're like, "Oh, we need to turn on the machine so yes. that they can hear us in English." I think that was just because they didn't want to make them not speak in English. Yeah. But it made it very confusing. It did make it very confusing. Yeah, I missed that whole part about turning on the machine. I'm like, so why are The we dictaphone, like- or whatever it was called. It was some kind of... The some- Americans called it the language machine. machine. And the aliens made fun of it. They're like, the dictaphone, or as you call it, the language, language machine. <laughs> also, how did they know they already made it when it was literally just unveiled? I don't know. Because um, I think the next thing that happens is... The military guy goes and meets with the president. Yeah. And uh, plays the recordings. And plays the recordings from, and he's like, "We've just uh, created this new machine that can translate their language to to English." Yeah. And then during the recording, it says, <laughs> "Oh, you have uh, finally no. made this machine." <laughs> and then the general is like, "Yeah, we've we got these recordings thirty days ago." And yes. I was like, "Okay, so." 30 days ago, this machine wasn't official or real yet. But you already had the recording that said, you made it. <laughs> yep, you already had the recording saying you made it. Um, that was crazy. And we're like 30, 40 minutes into the movie now. And like, there's still no explanation about why aliens are coming. No. There's no explanation about why these zombies are around. No. Or what they do. Or well, where they came from. We do get the plan nine um actually in mm-hmm. the movie because, the titular phrase yeah so the aliens eros and his girl i don't know her name but her name's like sex slave apparently hey whoopee slave. slave oh i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> wait is that yes at the uh, end. what point is that he said? like shows her down the ground he's like women aren't supposed to talk in ours oh they're, yeah they're women just are just to, yeah, oh much. my goodness <laughs> he, he doesn't say it in as many words but that's what he says she has a gun at one point she does though in his defense she doesn't know how to use she it she almost kills him with it yeah <laughs> that was on purpose i would have done it on purpose maybe it was yeah because it works fine after that she also spends like five minutes trying to work the like uh the radio or like the I think it was the navigation the navigation she, like the room is on fire at the end and she's like I've almost got us up and I'm like yo this thing is about to blow up um but they do yeah talk at one point with the commander yeah they go up to the planet that looks just like the a giant spaceship yes um and they're talking to the their commanding officer and he's like your plan didn't work and he's like that's fine we're gonna do plan nine which is where we raise the dead for, and for then they're reasons? just yeah they're just like we're gonna raise the dead now for to take what would people see their dead loved ones they're gonna surrender and then they're gonna march on the capital it was very unclear the and, capitals of the world and they only bring back three dead three. people two of which are old yeah. like you know like two of which are the elderly oh. so that was just really they didn't strange start, like, a capital city no no it's but just like in a town yeah. So all of that was crazy. Yes. Uh, and the commander in general are like, we gotta go back to where like this all started, or like where this was first seen, and they travel back. I think question mark. Uh, at this time, the pilot is back up flying for some reason, and he has a friend call his wife to make sure she's okay. And as she answers the phone call, she's in her room, and then Dracula shows up at the door. Yes. And he just gets into the house, and she's about to go back to bed, and he just appears in the doorway with the cape <laughs> around his face. And then she sees him, sits up in bed, says and does nothing. nothing. He's just like, no. <laughs> he gets like all the way over to her bed, and then she like scoots to the other side, 
runs around him as he stands there at the bed. Yeah. And it's once she's left the room she, she starts, starts screaming, to scream. Yes. And then she runs into the graveyard. Yes. Yeah. Well, to be fair, they live right behind the graveyard. True, but like she could have gone to the street, you to, know, to or like neighbor? to a car. And it might be a one car household at this point in time. Yeah, yeah, um, I think so. But yeah, she literally just runs into the graveyard. Uh, oh. And it's at night slash also afternoon because <laughs> it's also midday. Uh, she runs into the graveyard and it's dark. And then Dracula just shows back up in like a field, yeah. and it's he daylight. Up, he would walk out into this field, do his little cape swirl, and walk back into the woods so many times. Yes, I was like, what is going on? Um, this is really confusing, and no, there's no explanation for what's happening because like his character's done nothing anymore. And she goes into the graveyard, and I does she see the sheriff or the, the vampire? The sheriff rises at this point. Yeah, oh yeah, like we this, see his little grave. We see like a little rectangle of dirt. Uh, yes. Just like move around a little bit, <laughs> and then he just little his whole torso pops just up. up out of the ground. Yeah. yeah. And this is where he attacks her or chases her. I think he just like is. There. I was gonna say I think he ambles after her. Okay. And she's just she's running in the night, or I think she's running in the day now. And they're yes, it's the like night. midday because somebody comes along the road. Yeah. And it's like noon. Wait, someone comes along the road. Yeah, she gets He's picked up by the car. Oh my gosh, I was not paying attention. <laughs> I don't know any of this. Yeah, she like stumbles down by the road, and somebody drives up and is like, "Oh, it's this lady," and picks her up, throws her in the car, and they drive off. Dracula shows up. Does a little cape cover and then walks back into the woods. Okay. It's a train wreck. Do they go back to her house? They go to the station. I don't remember where they go. I don't remember where they go. I think we just walk next scene like there's someone's there. Okay. Is the next scene on the back porch where everybody's there? I think so. And skeletons come? (laughs) I think so think yeah well no then the sheriff is up in sp- in the spaceship oh no we're not there yet we aren't no i don't think so oh the, you mean the detective guy who's dead yeah oh okay the, yeah okay yes yeah the dead yeah yeah he's uh, in the spaceship and they're like bring in the they're like we got like this really powerful one yes. and uh they bring him in he almost With, kills Eros. For why? Because she had her gun pointed at him. But, like, why did she have to have the gun? I thought they had them under control with the machine. Because the guns are the machine that control them? Part of the time? I have no idea. Okay. I think so. Because they're controlled by, like, electromagnetic radiation. But, like, she says, like, something and, like, the gun is jammed. Yeah, so it's still firing. It's not, like, a gun like we think. It's, like, a phaser gun. Okay. So whatever phaser it's shooting is making the, them do their thing. Okay. I thought it was like a machine they switch. I thought so too, but then this gun scene happened and it was not anymore. Because so. towards the end they say something about like, we'll just watch and I'll like switch them yeah. off or switch them on or something. Uh, and so the Clay the Sheriff almost kills arrows, but doesn't. And then I think they just take them back? Yes. yes. And he goes back to the graveyard. Yes. Uh, and unclear. <laughs> none of yeah. None of none of that made any sense to me. Um, what happens next? Uh, oh, okay. He shows up when they go to Paula's house, the pilot's wife. Or no, does Dracula show up? Dracula. Dracula shows, Dracula shows up again at their house. And I love how long it takes for him to show up because they're sitting yes. on the back porch, talking, mm-hmm. conversing, whatever. And somebody goes, "Did you hear a noise?" And everybody kind of looks around for a minute and nothing. And then there's a guy standing by the cop car and they go, did you hear a noise? And he kind of looks back and forth and, no, I didn't hear anything. And then Dracula just shows up in mm-hmm. front of their face. He's like three feet away from the cop and he goes, whoa. <laughs> yeah, because then the, slowly backs away. Because the cop, does he instantly shoot him or does no. he just like slowly back no, up? No, he leads him to everybody else and then tries to shoot yes. him. Yes. Okay. Because none of them yell. No. None of them scream. None of them run away. They all just stay clustered on the porch, yeah. and then the one cop walks over to them, and then once the, the once Dracula is within like three feet of them, they fire off a whole clip. They fire off a whole clip, and uh, Dracula like 
Vulcan punches one of them in the neck. And then he collapses to the ground and he's just a skeleton. Yes. Which I did not know why that happened. Oh. Because uh, they have the aliens have another decomposition gun yes. that they shot him with to scare the people. E- unclear. And so now it's just a fake skeleton in a cape. <laughs> okay. Not even the rest of his clothes. It's just a, just a skeleton cape. in a cape. And then like none of them really react to it. No. Or she, say anything. The wife has the biggest reaction, and it's just. <gasps> yeah, and she like clutches on her husband. Yes. Yeah. It. Uh, but, and oh, they turn him into a skeleton because they want to distract him from the fact that aliens are invading. They said that at one point. They it's, did. Yeah, they were like, if we use this thing, they'll be so distracted by it they won't care that we're coming in. But isn't the whole point to have dead people to take over? Yeah, I so thought why so would too. They waste their dead people. Also, that was like only five people yeah. that they distracted. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> they're like, all the world is going to be distracted by this one thing. Um, <laughs> Okay, interesting. Oh. Uh, from there they go back to the, gr- yes. the graveyard again. Like, we had like two sets in this movie. It was the back porch and the graveyard. Yes. Um, they go back to the graveyard. All of them do. Everybody. And I, I don't remember why. It's because they see the lights from the, the swamp cutout thing yeah. again. Yes. Um, they go over there and... They split up, like, one cop stays with the wife while she's sleeping in the car. Yes. And then the other three go into the graveyard to look around. Yeah. And... They find the detective's grave. Which is empty. empty. So yeah. they jump down in and they're like, oh, he's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, like, looking for, like, the headstone and all the dirt. Yeah. And then he, the, sh- the dead sheriff shows up at the car, literally, like... One foot behind the cop who's watching guards. And I'm like, no. Like, he would have been heard. Would have been seen. Literally anything. Yeah. And the cop just turns around and just, like, shoots, like, two bullets instead of running away. And then the sheriff just pushes him down and then that's it. He's dead. And then the wife is in the car and she wakes up and sees him, and instead of getting out of the other side of the car, she running just away, stares at him, screams, and faints. Yeah, and that's it. And then he just p- carries her out of the car. Why does he carry her? Like everyone else, he just like stomps on her. Because they wanted Jesus. her. Why? Well, then he Six goes slave. and Whoopi like. Whoopi slave. Whoopi slave. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> 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 well, they like at one point. At one point, he's just like standing on the edge of like a valley or something, or like a hill what? even. Because he's just, like, they keep cutting to him, and he's just standing there holding her. <laughs> For, like, five different oh, yeah. scenes, he's just standing was, there. I thought he was just outside of the shuttle, or the UFO. I don't think so. I think it's a little farther away than that. Okay. And t- the two guys, the pilot and the colonel, lieutenant, whoever, mm-hmm. uh, go inside the spaceship and meet Eros and his whoopee Who's slave. Who's the third guy with them? Because there's three guys that go in. Um, Is it another cop? Or the other military dude? Because there's two people, there's two cops who uh, see the dead sheriff and then save the woman. Yes, one of them is the guy who originally was with the woman, and then the other one is a guy they called for backup. Oh. Because remember, the one car pulls up and the guy's like, I called for backup. And they're like, we thought you were drunk, so we sent one. I don't remember that. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that... Interesting. Okay. Yeah, the dude's like, where's everybody else? And he's like, we thought you were crazy, and so we only sent me. Interesting. So okay. they're the ones that saved the woman. Okay, yeah. They literally go and just, like, bang the yes. sheriff upside the head, and then she, like, instant. Also, she, like, stayed unconscious for, like, 30 minutes. Yes. Uh, and then suddenly woke up yeah. afterward <laughs> when they rescued her. Uh, to which she was like, I'm fine. And I was like, no, you're not. (laughs) You got a concussion, at least. Or I don't even know. No, she just fainted. Nobody got her. Yeah, Yeah, actually, yeah, that's right. She's just weak. She's just... She ain't got... She ain't got it. Uh, Just a woman. Me... Oh. This whole movie's a little... I know you've been holding your sexy notes. It's all I've won. Okay, that's our one and done. Uh... Meanwhile, in the spaceship, they're trying... This is where we finally get Why any essence of plot. And I don't know. They're like, 
oh, you've never like wanted to communicate with us before, and like that. That's all I found. They like you kill each other in war. So basically, the reason the aliens come, and this is a common like sci-fi theme even to this day, um, humans have created technology quicker than they should have, and specifically war technology. And so this is post Hiroshima and stuff like that. So the atom bomb and whatnot. So the aliens come and they're like, first you made little bitty explosives. Then you made bigger ones. Then you made the atom bomb, which splits an atom. Then you made the hydrogen bomb, which literally burns atoms in the atmosphere. And then there's a bomb called a sol- solarite bomb? Solarite? Solarite bomb. That you can explode light. That explodes light packets. And then we go into this big analogy of like a gas can and like a trail of gas leading to the sun and if you explode the light on earth it's going to explode the sun which is then going to explode anything the light from the sun has touched i feel like they're just giving us ideas they're just they really are yeah 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 also i don't remember any of that (laughs) not a single piece of Um, any of that well that happened or I had a really weird dream last night. No, that happened. Okay. Okay. Um, and so they're like, you can't make that bomb. And then fire. And then, no, they fight. Why yeah, do they, they fight? they start shooting. Oh, they fight because the woman is like, I can't believe you guys would do this. And then Eros throws her. Shoves her to the ground. And is like, shut up. You're a woman. You have one purpose. Mm-hmm. And then the Marine attacks Eros because he's like, we don't treat our women that way. And then he punches him. Yeah, and then he turns green. And he turns green. <laughs> which I wonder... I think that made Did something re- similar happen in the black and white? You know, did his face change color, I wonder? Maybe. Or My thought was maybe it was like a recolor error. Mm. I think he was like, I'm going to make this scene a little spicier. Well, I mean, they already added their own family portrait they in did. one scene. Okay, which we did not talk when about. was that? It was when Dracula comes into the bedroom. Oh, was it like a bedside photo? It was a or? photo above the bed. No, no, no. It was when she got called. Which, wait, that is the same scene. The same scene, yeah. Yeah. The picture's like a landscape, and then yeah. it's a couple that... <laughs> they're just sitting there smiling. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next scene, it's back to a landscape, and that was it. That's so weird. It was really <laughs> weird. Oh my god, I'm ashamed I didn't notice. Also, I was on my phone like 75% of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> no regrets. Ryan was too. <laughs> I had to point out the couple photo to her <laughs> no multiple points i was like okay i actually have to rewind because i feel like i missed something <laughs> i didn't however i was like i feel like i did exposition apparently true <laughs> apparently i missed the whole plot exposition uh, and then like a fire starts because one of the machines starts to uh, combust he rips it apart i think because yeah, he like picks up arrows picks up part of it to hit the marine over the head and then the woman is like, uh, hold on, like, I've almost got us up. And then another guy's trying to just open the door. Yeah. And uh, they all escape two out of the, of the ship. Yeah, two of the guys get out first. Marine kills Eros? Um, he, like, knocks him unconscious. Yeah. And then escapes. Because then the woman is, like, the UFO is starting to find, she and the room is literally filled with smoke at one point. Yes. And she's just like, wake up, wake up, wake up. And <laughs> he's not doing anything, so I'm like, yo, he dead. Yeah. Uh, let's leave job. him be. And then the UFO explodes at one point. I love the fire on the UFO. It's just like a single little... Did you like, see that? Mm-hmm. They took yes. a little model. <laughs> yes. And then we never saw the vampire woman again? No. I don't think. Well, I think they... I think what's inferred is they all got hit by the gun that turned into the skeletons. Oh. So her skeleton is just out there somewhere. somewhere. Supposedly. Yeah. Uh, with and her long nails. Yeah, with those terrible long nails. <laughs> and then I think all the people are gathered together again and they're just like... Glad that's over. And they walk away from the scene. And then we yeah. get our exit narration. Yeah, and then the guy comes back and I don't remember I don't what, he, what said. he said. I don't know, but you could watch his little eye. Yeah, did, did you I did, yes. Yeah. I was like, he's watching the teleprompter. Yeah. Um, and then the movie's out. Yeah. And, yeah. And you're just left with more questions. Than you had at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Uh, are, is there anything we didn't cover? No. I honestly I don't, don't remember so. anything else about this film. I don't know. Um, no. Okay. All no, right. I think that was it. Well, we will come back with a segment of Factor Fiction and All Sides. Thank you.
welcome back on IMDb. Sometimes there's interesting information about the movie, about who was casted, stuff behind the scenes, all that good information. So there was a lot on IMDb for this movie. So we're doing a segment of Fact or Fiction. Uh, are you guys ready to play? I'm ready. Ryan won last time, and it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Since Ryan had won before, so we'll see who can get it this time. We're back to my type of movie, though. <laughs> oh, true. This is John's turf. I don't know. <laughs> Alright, this movie was an obscurity until the 2000s when it was deemed the worst film ever made. That's false. Fiction. Fiction. That is fiction. Because it was first deemed the worst movie ever made in like the 80s. Yes. <laughs> it was in the 80s, not the 2000s. Yes. Because <laughs> the best, my favorite part when I was like, sorry, not to interrupt. No, no, you're When I was yeah. looking this up is it was consecutively like the worst movie of all time for like three decades. Oh my gosh, you're kidding. <laughs> no. It, when did it stop? I think it still is. I think as recent as like 2018, it was voted worst movie ever made. Oh, wow. <laughs> On IMDb, it's Super Babies, but okay. I, I'll have to look it up on the list because that's where I got Birdemic from. Birdemic oh, was like, I think, number six. This may have been like a specific like science fiction or something. Oh, okay. And not just ever, but everyone I read was like worst one ever made. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, I'll have to look that up later. <laughs> According to Myla Nurmi, who is Vampira, uh, she would put on her vampire makeup herself and then take a bus to the soundstage. The fact. That is a fact. <laughs> also gave me Birdemic vibes when they had the... <laughs> her doing the, her own makeup. Yeah, the actress doing everyone's makeup when yes. the makeup artist quit. Yes. Uh, multiple characters insisted their characters be mute due to the awful dialogue. Fact. fact. That's fiction. They Only Vampira insisted on being a mute character. She was character. gonna have dialogue? She didn't have... Any, she never spoke. I wish she would have, though. Apparently she was going to. Oh, well, yeah, she was just like, oh, no, I won't say anything. She's like, this dialogue is too terrible for me to speak. Oh, my gosh, the writing was awful. Uh, Gregory Walcott, who was the pilot, I think, yeah. told director Edward D. Wood this was the best script he'd ever read. Fact. I'd believe it. Fact. Fiction. He said it was the worst, and then he still <laughs> signed on. Uh, Bella Lugosi, who was Dracula, supplied his own cape. Fact. Yes, that's fact. <laughs> the screenplay was written in one week. Fact. fact. No, fiction, like two days. Fiction. You, you can't just follow me. I'm doing what I want to do. <laughs> it is fiction. It was written in two weeks, actually. Oh, okay. Um, which is like twice the time for a Tyler Perry yes. film. Yes. All right. This was named worst film of all time in the book, the Golden Turkey Awards. Fact. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was one of the ones. That yeah. <laughs> All right, was it time? It was All time. right, copycat. Well, <laughs> it was getting that it's kind of. A strategy. <laughs> it is actually a good strategy. You know what? Time is not losing, so no, that's it's good. True. Yeah. All right, well, it's now time for our, our segment of All Sides, our segment dedicated one, two, three, four, five star reviews from Amazon.com. Our first review, uh, our one star review, is "Can't Get Much Worse Than This" by D J. This movie is so bad, it'll hurt your feelings. John, would you read our two-star review, please? Uh, two stars. Don't deserve his reputation by Fab147. Expected to spend a pleasant time laughing at the many imperfections of the film considered the worst in history. My disappointment was up to my hope. The special effects, in quotes, the plot of the actors are no worse than those of many other fantastic films of the time. On the other hand, far too long in the dialogues, especially at the end where I was struggling not to fall asleep. This guy doesn't have very good English. Mm -mm. Oh no, Was this was the one that was translated from, I think, French. Okay, that would yeah. be why. <laughs> yeah, because, okay, yeah. I, there were only a few two-star reviews, so I kind of had to like get down to nitty-gritty. Uh, Ryan, would you read our three-star review, please? Sure. All right. Show this film at the Police Academy by... Big Earl 52. <laughs> Be sure to watch the detective tip his hat and scratch his head with the barrel of his pistol the that whole time with his finger on the trigger. Yes, he yep. was the whole time. I read on IMDb that actor continued to do that just to see if anyone would pick up and no one ever did. <laughs> uh, so he just decided to keep doing it for the whole film. <laughs> Our four star review is No Comment by Anonymous. No Comment. That's Would you read our five-star review, John? It goes from a, a, a two. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, uh, makes You Think by Catherine Miller. Really great movie. Makes you think about what's possible. 
I was so scared. I fainted. <laughs> I fainted a few times just like the girl. It must be a modern woman thing. I like the part in the bedroom when the picture on the wall changes from a random couple to a scenery painting. Yeah. Really made me wonder. Seriously, best movie I've ever seen. With a lot of exclamation marks. Doesn't get dated at all. Do yourself a favor this Halloween and watch this instead of all those shallow horror films that rely on jump scares and good acting. <laughs> 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 also, the main guy was so hot. Like Nicholas Cage. <laughs> like <laughs> like Nicholas Cage. Seriously, his face kind of looks like him. A plus 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 movie from me. That's it. Amazing. Who wants good acting in movies? <laughs> I love that. Also, of all the men to pick, she's like, Nicolas Cage. Relies on jump scares and good acting. Yeah. <laughs> no movie should have that. All right. It's cheap if you have good actors. Would you recommend this film? Yes. Kind of. To everyone. No. I would not recommend this you whatsoever. You what the 50s can make. No. So where would you put it on the list? Oh, Right next to the first birdemic. Oh my. <laughs> oh lord. Um, okay, Ryan, how about um, you? I don't know. I put it next to Wing Commander. Oh, okay. Oh no, Wing Commander was so much better than this. Next to it. I, I, for the record, I think this movie is horrible, but I also think you have to watch it. Oh no, this movie is horrible and you don't have to watch it. Like, <laughs> I watched it for free. And I just did it for free. Yeah, it was like I'm glad it was for free, but I felt like someone should have paid me after. Like, <laughs> not gonna lie. Uh, no, this is definitely probably like worst fifteen movies that we've done. Yeah, it was um, bad. It was not good. I loved it. I felt like I wasted so much of my life watching this film. Something. 90 no it wasn't even 90 minutes it was like it was like 80 yeah I wish it had been like 50 um, <laughs> 50 in the 50s alright it's time for closing announcements thanks for tuning into the Rust and Dust podcast if you know anything in the movie that we didn't cover or if you'd like to suggest a movie for us you can reach us at Rust and Dust podcast at gmail.com subscribe and leave us a rating and review new episodes drop every other Tuesday tune in next time when we watch or when we dig into the 2018 film Deadly Detention. I'm Jordan. I'm John. And I'm Ryan. And thanks for listening. Stay good, everybody.